Wah wah wee wah. <laughs> That's what it sounded like you did. Wah wah wee wah. Yeah, I guess I was trying to do more of a best well, Borat one or two. <laughs> that would be a good one, actually. It's two. The answer's two. I love a sequel. They're both good. Um, yeah, you do. <clears throat> more on that next week. Uh, okay, this week. Hello. Wow. Hello. Welcome back to the tournament podcast. It's Monday, and you know what that means. We're about to reveal a fresh new bracket. Uh, we're coming off of a bunch of just madness over the last couple weeks, over the last couple brackets. Fast food bracket absolutely broke records. Thank you for voting. Our our lives are out of control right now. <laughs> uh, I'm Trent Dozier. She's Nia D'Amelio. We are the hosts of the Tournament Podcast. If it's your first time here, welcome. If it's your third time here welcome back again if you're <laughs> if you're somewhere in the middle we're happy to have you um okay this week we is, gotta it's probably gonna be our longest episode we gotta dive in for the first time ever we are doing a 64 seed bracket we're skipping 32 and going right to 64 <laughs> we thought mm, why not uh and this one is sure to be controversial mm-hmm. like many brackets prior mm-hmm. but this week's bracket is which SNL cast member is the best SNL cast member of all time. You might be saying, who are you to decide that? Well, we're not. You're going to decide it. That's right. As always, Nia and I not only uh, do not personally seed, which this one we kind of did, but we... Kind of, but for a good reason that we'll explain. Very very loosely, (laughs) kind of. Uh, We also don't vote. So, as always, the power is in the hands of the people. You, the listener, the voter. Mm -hmm. It's up to you, the attorneys at Pod, to tell us who is the best SNL cast member of all time. We are just here shepherding the tournament along, putting the people into the bracket, and then you tell us uh, who who is what. That's correct. Uh, Okay. Nia. Yes. Uh... We had some uh, aggregate rankings again. Yes. Now, before before we even aggregate ranked, I think, mm-hmm. there was a previous step that I had to take because there were oh, 179 yeah. people listed in the Wikipedia page mm-hmm. <laughs> of technically people who have been on SNL. Yes. And I was like, we're not doing 128. We're, we're going to pare it down to 64. Yep. And I said an easy metric and a, a controversial metric, but an easy way to get rid of some folks mm-hmm. immediately mm-hmm. is... If they were only on the show for one year, or if they never made it past featured player. Yes. They were out. Yes. And that does take out a few good men. Literally men. I'm talking, uh, and we'll talk about this later when we talk about the list that we used. Billy Crystal's off. Martin Short, off. Uh, Christopher Guest, off. Our personal acquaintance, Luke Null, gone, (laughs) sadly. Um... Tim Robinson, who we absolutely love, off. Uh-huh. So, you know, there's there's a lot of really great folks. Jenny Slate just didn't, you know, SNL yeah. wasn't her bag, but she's incredible. Like, yes. there's lots of people like that who just didn't even make make the, the second round, which was to 
filter everybody through yes a bunch of rankings so that's that needs to be said first uh should we go through the list of people all, every person who didn't make it right now or do you want to go through the aggregate stuff first let's go through the aggregate stuff okay we had to rank we averaged out or to get the seeds for everybody we averaged out uh from these things a 2015 rolling stone ranking and that's probably the most definitive if you've done personal research on this <laughs> uh a 2014 bracket from the now deceased grantland.com my literal favorite website of all time grantland yeah, they did a 64 seed uh business insider 2015 had a list was that a what was that a, a magazine website it was definitely a website Okay. Uh, <laughs> Ranker.com, which was updated in 2020. Yes. Uh, and then Nia and I both went through and did personal rankings. And um, the reason. Yes, there was a good reason for this from Nia, in my opinion. The reason that we both personally ranked was because I think the Grantland and the Rolling Stone were probably like. Uh, the most official they were written by you know uh journalists at reputable publications yeah and the rolling stone article accounted for literally every single person who had been a cast member on the show but the problem was they were both released around the time of the 40th anniversary and we all know that we're currently in season 46 yes and so there's a whole six seasons that were not accounted for and i sure as heck wasn't gonna allow Ego and Wodum to <laughs> slip through the cracks merely because she wasn't on the show at the time of those publications. Yeah. That was unacceptable to me, um, as well as everybody else who's well, been in the last six seasons. But yes, we are, she was my inspiration. <laughs> well, legitimately, yes. We're both huge Ego fans. But the other thing is, like, in 2014 and 2015, a lot of the people who we know and love now weren't necessarily uh they didn't have the tenure yet to be ranked high or whatever mm -hmm. so like you know uh i was just looking i think 80 was 80 80 bryant is ranked 85th <laughs> overall and like i don't think that would be she, if they redid it i don't think that'd be the case and yeah. that in the rolling stone she was part of a group they did some right. group rankings yes. and she was part of a group that was with um Kate John Milheiser oh. and Noel Wells. People from her class who didn't make it. Who didn't make it. And so weird, Brooks Whelan was in their class. Not 80s, but John and mm -hmm. uh, Noel. And he was ranked higher than both 80 Bryant, Leslie Jones, Beck Bennett, and Kyle Mooney, who were all in that grouping. So mm -hmm. I was like, at the time, I'm sure this was right but uh it's, it's a different time now it's no longer right so we need to just update it the best that we can so that's it's our time that's why we also personally ranked everybody yes we wanted to reflect a more 2021 view and honestly maybe there was a little bit of an overcorrection i don't know you can tell us once we oh i think there was definitely <laughs> <laughs> a big one i think there's definitely a lot of you know, maybe we'll do this again in the future with some updated metrics, mm -hmm. but I did the best that I could. This took literal days. Um, and, and I think that ultimately the top 64 that we have is, are a good top 64. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, I think the people who didn't make the cut, I don't think there's going to be too many people heartbroken. I mean, there's going to be one or two or three maybe that stick out, but otherwise... Definitely uh, some people who stick out. And especially because I eliminated some of those featured players. I mean, Billy Crystal and Martin Short were both on the Grantland bracket, and they're gone. Yeah. So, you know, it's not perfect. I did my best. Yeah. They were only on one season, and that was the metric we used. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. So, officially, <laughs> here's the list of people who did not make our bracket of 64. It's, what, about twice as long? What's 187 minus 64? Is, uh, it's still in the hundreds. 123, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 123. Okay. Simple math. <clears throat> okay. Roll that music. Uh, Morwenna Banks, Jim Belushi, Jim Brewer, Paul Britton, A. Whitney Brown, Beth Cahill, Michael Che, Ellen Cleghorn, George Coe, Joan Cusack, Billy Crystal, Pete Davidson, Tom Davis, Mikey Day, Denny Dillon, Andrew Dismukes, Robert Downey Jr., Brian Doyle Murray, Robin Duke, Christine Ebersol, Dean Edwards, Abby Elliott, Chris Elliott, Siobhan Fallon, Chloe Feynman, Al Franken, Heidi Gardner, Janine Garofalo, Gilbert Gottfried, Mary Gross, Christopher Guest, Anthony Michael Hall, Brad Hall, Rich Hall, Lauren Holt, Yvonne Hudson, Melanie Hutzel, Victoria Jackson, Punky Johnson, Laura Kitlinger, David Keckner, Gary Kroger, Matthew Lawrence, Gail Mathias, Michael McKean, Mark McKinney, Lori Metcalf, John Milheiser, Jerry Miner, Finesse Mitchell, Alex Moffat, Jay Moore, Don Novello, Luke Knoll, Mike O'Brien, Michael O'Donohue, Emily Prager, Randy Quaid, Colin Quinn, Jeff Richards, Rob Riggle, Ann Risley, Tim Robinson, Charles Rocket, Tony Rosado, John Rudnitsky, Paul Schaefer, Harry Shearer, Martin Short, Sarah Silverman, Jenny Slate, Pamela Stevenson, Ben Stiller, Terry Sweeney, Denitra Vance, Melissa Villasenor, Dan Vital, Nancy Walls, Michaela Watkins, Damon Wayans, Patrick Weathers, Noel Wells, Brooks Whelan, Casey Wilson, Fred Wolf, Bowen Yang, and Shasir Zameda. Ugh. Two things come to mind just so quickly. Tragic that Bowen Yang was not eligible. That's like if we did this in two or three years, Bowen and Chloe feel like two people who would. Exactly. I agree. We'll do it again. <laughs> we'll do it again. Um, also, so tragic that Mike O'Brien was only a featured player for one year. He later went on yeah. to write for more years, but. Two of Mike O'Brien's sketches, uh, the teacher sketch with Michael Keaton mm-hmm. and the Jay-Z story are probably two of my favorite SNL sketches of all time. So yeah. tragic. But he actually made those after he was a cast member. So. Well, it's just like, you know, Michael McKinney or... Uh, uh, Michael McKean. Michael McKean and Mark McKinney are both, like, they both had great comedy careers. Yes. Mark McKinney is a kid in the hall and Michael, Michael McKean has been on television for 50 years. Yes. So... Uh, he was in Clue. He's also in Clue. But I think he started on Laverne and Shirley. Sure. 
But what I'm saying is both of those two had great careers. I know. And, you know, SNL was like... It's like crazy to me that Michael McKean was on SNL. I know. It's crazy to me that Mark... I'm such a huge fan of Kids in the Hall. Uh, my The box set of the entire series is sitting right behind me currently. And I never knew that Mark McKinney was on it until... On SNL. And then I... I rewatched the best of Will Ferrell yeah. and he's Glenn in the cheerleader mm-hmm. sketch. He's Glenn, the chess player. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh my God, how underutilized. Yeah. I mean, Ben Stiller, Robert Downey Jr. I know these, that was a weird year. These are movie stars. I know really strange group of people. Obviously I'm sure like us, you're sitting there saying, how could you not include X? How could you not include X? Mm-hmm. I'm right there with you. And that's why we do these metrics, or else it would be totally unfair. Because yeah. if I, if it was up to truly just me, then, you know, some of those people would be on the bracket. But I had to make tough choices, mm-hmm. and the rankings don't lie. Yeah. Well, they, well, you know, the rankings are the rankings. So yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the way it is. I'm sorry. The other side of that coin, too, is, like, there's people in the 64 who we, I'm sure, would be like, if it was up to us, this, this person would not be in our field of 64. Looking at you, Tim Kazarinski. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I'll just quickly run through the field of 64 from uh, 64 up. and then. Oh, um, yeah. Yes. Wario. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay. Here we go. The 64 seed. Colin Jost. <laughs> I can't believe Michael Che didn't make the list and Colin Jost did. Okay, continue. Uh, 63, Leslie Jones. 62, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. 61, Chris Redd. 60, Joe Piscopo. 59, Beck Bennett. 58, Tim Kazarinski. 57, Nora Dunn. 56, Julia Sweeney. 55, Kyle Mooney. 54, Norm MacDonald. 53, Horatio Sands. 52, Garrett Morris. 51, Lorraine Newman. 50, Sherry O'Terry. 49, Rob Schneider. 48, Dennis Miller. 47, Jay Farrow. 46, Chris Kattan. 45, Kevin Nealon. 44, Nassim Pedrad. 43, Bobby Moynihan. Yes. 42, Taryn Killam. 41, Ego Wodum. 40, Jane Curtin. 39, Aidy Bryant. Uh, whoops, sorry. 38, Tim Meadows. 37, Tracy Morgan, 36, Chris Parnell, 35, Jan Hooks, 34, Chris Rock, 33, Will Forte, 32, Jimmy Fallon, 31, Daryl Hammond, 30, Anna Gasteyer, 29, David Spade, 28, Vanessa Bayer, 27, John Lovitz, 26, Chevy Chase, 25, Cecily Strong, 24, Molly Shannon. 23, Jason Sudeikis. 22, Keenan Thompson. <laughs> 21, Seth Myers. 20, Rachel Dratch. 19, Fred Armisen. 18, John Belushi. 17, Kate McKinnon. 16, Adam Sandler. Here we go, top 16. 15, Maya Rudolph. 14, Amy Poehler. 13, Dan Aykroyd. Number 12, Gilda Radner. 11, Andy Samberg. The top 10. Mm. 
The 10 seed, Kristen Wiig. The 9 seed, Bill Hader. The 8 seed, Tina Fey. The 7 seed, Bill Murray. The 6 seed, Chris Farley. The 5 seed, Phil Hartman. The 4 seed, Dana Carvey. The 3 seed, Mike Myers. The 2 seed, Will Ferrell. The number 1 seed, Eddie Murphy. Obviously, King Murphy has to reign supreme on this list. Trent, I just want to applaud you for reading all those names. Trent just read 171 names. So let's give him a round of applause. Uh, If I could insert sound effects, I would. Please, someone tell me how to get sound effects. Okay. Um, So, you know, I'm sure... I'm sure even in that... I think it's a good group of 64, but I'm sure even in that, you were like, why is this person so low? Why is this person so high? Listen. People have opinions already, I'm (laughs) sure. We did the best. We could. Again. It's going to be fun no matter what. Right. And again, just to emphasize... This is not our personal rankings. To emphasize. To emphasize. <laughs> this is not our personal rankings. This is us aggregating a bunch of other people's rankings. Yes. Plus, plus our personal rankings this time. But it's an aggregation of a bunch of rankings. And we're just here to... People need to be seated so that we can determine, not we, that you, yes, the voters, the listeners... The friendship, the fellowship, remember, you can determine. Remember, everything is made up and the points do not <laughs> matter. This is purely for fun. Yeah. This is not definitive in literally any way. Uh, okay. We have four regions, and the regions Heck yeah. are locations. Uh, the top left corner of the bracket will be contested in Mr. Robinson's neighborhood. Named after the king himself. The uh, top right of the bracket will be contested in the Welshley Arms Hotel. (laughs) The bottom right of the bracket will be contested inside of Wayne Campbell's basement. What what did we decide for the bottom left? Um. (laughs) Because you wanted to... Though I keep thinking oh, of the one you oh. went away from. The bottom left corner, I'm so excited to reveal, is Fresh A Pepper Restaurant. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Fresh A Pepper Restaurant. Uh, Truly a top ten sketch of mine yeah, and so, probably yours. As you can probably tell, the uh, each, each of the four regions is named after the highest seated uh, SNL players, uh, a character. Um, and then that location. Yes, and I think Fresh Pepper Restaurant is the only one that is a one oh, is a one and done sketch. Yeah. Um, we could have done a Hans and Franz gym. We could have done the, the church ladies pulpit. The church ladies pulpit, but we both love the Fresh Pepper sketch. Fresh Pepper. And once we decided to do Welshley Arms Hotel, I said, "Let's do Fresh Pepper Restaurant yeah. because that's so funny." Woof. Okay. Let's uh. We'll go. We'll go region by region. Let's do it. So I'll go through the matchups first, and then we can talk about what we think might happen. I have also written out my predictions, yeah. so I'm ready to rock and roll. Uh, and to be clear, your predictions for what you think will happen, not what you want to happen. You'll learn that because Phil Hartman didn't win my prediction bracket. Ugh. Yes, it's not what I want. It's what I think will happen. <laughs> Spoiler alert: Nia's favorite SNL cast member of all time is, is Phil, Phil Hartman. Hartman. He's my inspiration, the reason I keep going. (laughs) Okay, Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood. 
We have the one seed Eddie Murphy versus the 64 seed Colin Jost. The 32 seeded Jimmy Fallon versus the 33 seeded Will Forte. Mm. 17 seed Kate McKinnon versus the 48 seed Dennis Miller. 16 seeded Adam Sandler versus the 49 seed Rob Schneider. The 9th seeded Bill Hader versus the 56 seeded Julia Sweeney. The 24 seed Molly Shannon versus the 41 seed Ego Wodum. The 25 seed Cecily Strong versus the 40 seed Jane Curtin. And the 8-seeded Tina Fey versus the 57-seeded Nora Dunn. couple heavy hitters in this round. couple he- heavy hitters. My winner is in this round. But I won't reveal until later. Wow. Uh, okay. <laughs> Eddie Murphy, Colin Jost. Don't think that's very interesting at all. I, you know, we like Colin Jost, but obviously I, we think Eddie Murphy Eddie Murphy will win, will win and he should. Next. The much more interesting matchup is Jimmy Fallon and Will Forte. They almost look alike, <laughs> honestly. I gotta assume the people will go with Will Forte on this one because I feel like people tend to hold Jimmy Fallon breaking in sketches against him. Which sucks because people love when characters break. And yeah. I'm actually predicting that Jimmy Fallon will win this. Oh. But oh. With, with the caveat that I like Jimmy Fallon... I think more than anybody I personally know. Mm-hmm. Not not like uh, I'm a Jimmy Fallon super fan, but I know a lot of people who dislike him. Yeah. And I feel like I don't dislike him. Yeah. I, the Tonight Show is my favorite late night show, nah, which is... Conan. I know. Nobody thinks that, whatever. I'm a Conan man. I really like Jimmy Fallon. I think he's more visible. I think unless you're watching SNL every week, you're going to vote for Jimmy Fallon. Will Forte, though... I mean, you know, they're back-to-back for a reason. Will Forte's greatest character might be Greg Stink from the... Uh, and it's very nice of you to say that. I don't know. From the ESPN <laughs> Classic. Yeah, from the e- the women's ESPN Classic. Uh, I think Jimmy Fallon will win. Honestly, I'd be happy if either one. Neither one's going to beat Eddie Murphy? Nope, Eddie Murphy's going right through. Okay, let's find out who Eddie Murphy's <laughs> opponent will be. We have the 17-seeded Kate McKinnon versus the 48-seeded Dennis Miller. Now, I feel like something we will run across off... First of all, Kate McKinnon, just a better cast member. Dennis Miller was really just... Just an update guy. Yeah. <laughs> Look. Mia just rolled her eyes and stuck out her tongue. I don't know that Dennis Miller's brand of humor is really up Nia's alley. Dennis Miller is from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Oh my, what a twist! Which is... What a twist! It's so heartbreaking for me. Two huge comedians from Pittsburgh, Dennis Miller and Anthony Jeselnik. Two very different styles of comedy. Um, Look, Dennis Miller was great at what he does. If you are of that generation, I'm sure you love Dennis Miller. He's a raging conservative. He's not that funny. I I don't even understand watching it in context with his cast, why everyone thought that he was so brilliant. But then again, I haven't seen his black and white stand-up special, which everyone cues to as like the greatest of all time i don't know goodbye dennis miller kate mckinnon is very well regarded as one of the best ever she will win i'm sorry we'll talk more about kate in a second the matchup to find out who will play kate i think is not close but is interesting if only because they are friends in real life the 16 seated adam sandler versus the 49 seated rap schneider this one really makes me ask like at the time People might have liked Rob Schneider yeah. more than Adam Sandler. But now, but now it's like, oh case. my God, Rob Schneider. First of all, anti-vaxer. But Adam oh Sandler God. is also a Republican, so tough. But that is tough. I know it's really tough. But 
I, you know, who did better on SNL? I don't know. Rob Schneider did Making Copies. Adam Sandler did Opera Man. Adam Sandler had more than just... He, he was like... He had all those songs. He's in Fresh of Pepper. Fresh of Pepper? <laughs> the Fresh Pepper sketches him and Dana Carvey. He's Senor Marco. Oh, no, Dana Carvey, Senor Marco. Who's Adam Sandler? I don't know. But uh, Adam Sandler will obviously win this. The He's beloved. Interesting question here is Kate versus Adam Sandler. I'm putting Kate through. I think Kate is the better SNL cast member. I agree. Know? I agree. I think they're both mediocre. Like, Adam and Rob are both mediocre. Yeah. S SNL cast members. Right. But, like, you know, Sandler his, was a great, like, writer. And mm -hmm. um, just very creative. Like, uh, like you know, I would say his best thing is anytime he's himself doing a song on Update or or um, mm -hmm. Opera Man. But like Lunch you know, Lady Land. Yeah. Oh, Lunch Lady Land, a classic. But like Kate plays characters, does impressions. You know, she's more of like a. I guess a utility player. Yeah. We, well, we didn't throw in the caveat that we normally do is like. Best SNL cast member can mean different things to everybody. Yeah. As everything always does. Best, quote unquote, means different things to everybody always. Like, mm -hmm. Nia, you love, you think, you love Phil Hartman as a performer and as a human. But you think he is the best SNL cast member because you view him as the most versatile cast member. And not because he was the, you know. Funniest. Chris or... Farley of the sketch. Yes, they are like polar opposites. And I like them both, but I think Phil Hartman could have been on SNL forever. Yeah. And I think that Chris Farley You can only throw yourself through did. so many tables. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Well, yeah, I don't know what the people will say here between Kate and Sandler. Do you, I, I guess the real question is, do you think Adam Sandler or Kate McKinnon could beat Eddie Murphy? I have Kate McKinnon beating Eddie Murphy. Whoa! Whoa! I think people love Kate McKinnon. Whoa! I mean, don't get me wrong. I also love Kate McKinnon. I'm glad she's still on the show. I honestly thought she was going to leave a couple years ago, so that's good. Uh, wow, what a twist. So Kate's in my uh, Elite Eight at the moment. That's that's wild. <clears throat> I don't I, make the rules. Yeah, that's fun. Maybe if I had picked people that I... Well, I probably would have picked this. Okay. I don't know if I would have picked Eddie Murphy or Kate. Okay, the bottom half of Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood. Yes. Number nine, Bill Hader versus the 56 seed, Julia Sweeney. I think this is an easy <laughs> Bill Hader victory. We can talk more about Bill. Uh, Julia Sweeney, she also was more of a background utility player. Except for her character, Pat. Oh my God, yes. Which is the basis for Abby's show. Yes, uh, work in progress on Showtime. <laughs> yes. Let me tell you. If you haven't watched a work in progress on Showtime, they're filming season two right now. Uh, season one is just some of the best it's so television good. I've seen in the last year or two years or whatever, and, but also yeah. ever. And Abby... Abby McEnany who is the, from Chicago. Who is the lead, um, talks about how Pat, the character Pat, ruined her life mm -hmm. because people used to call her Pat. Yeah. Um... And Julia Sweeney is in the show. Yes, and as, Ju as Julia Sweeney. Abby basically confronts Julia Sweeney and says that she ruined her life. And Julia Sweeney is in the show is married to Weird Al. Yeah. They're not married in real life, but they play themselves in the show. It's very good. Um, yeah, but obviously Bill Hader's 
beating Julia Sweeney. Yes, and unfortunately, <laughs> I hate to say this, but I would assume the 24-seeded Molly Shannon is going to beat the 41-seeded Ego Nwodum. I don't hate to say it because I love Molly Shannon also. Yeah. But, like, you know, work as we've stated, and as we'll state again, I'm sure, Nia and I are big Ego fans. I would personally pick Ego Nwodum, but I have Molly Shannon going through. So. Uh, Molly Shannon, Bill Hader. It's got to be Bill, I think. Bill's Bill, winning. Bill is another one who is like utility. He, but he could be he could be the star of the sketch. He could be you know the host of the game show. He mm-hmm. can steal a scene. Mm-hmm. He's the jack of all trades. Okay, <laughs> let's see who's gonna face Bill. We got Cecily Strong, the twenty-five seed, versus the forty-seeded Jane Curtin. It feels like they did a lot of the same stuff just in different eras. Maybe Cecily has had more... Um... I think Cecily does more characters than we give her credit for. Trent and I kind of fought about where to put Cecily yeah. on our personal rankings. I put her much higher than Trent did. Um, I think that the cultural impact of Girl You Get Stuck With talking at a party mm-hmm. cannot be overstated. Sure. And I think that anybody in those first few seasons of SNL is at a disadvantage... I, you know, I've watched a lot of those sketches, and they're just not... They don't yeah. hit as hard. The well, humor's different. The culture has moved on. And, not their fault. And, like, if Jane Curtin was on the show today, she would have more opportunity than she did back then. Yes. To do individual characters like Cecily gets to do. Yes. Jane Curtin is Jane, you ignorant slut. And then Jane would always say, Dan, you pompous ass. Mm-hmm. And that's her legacy. Mm-hmm. Well, I think Cecily will win here. I also think Cecily will win. I think it's irrelevant, though, because we have the eight-seeded <laughs> Tina Fey versus the 57-seeded Nora Dunn. Yes. Tina will win. I think, clearly, I'm... Are you looking up I'm, Nora Dunn? I can't picture Nora Dunn. She was on in the Carvey, uh, yep, I got Hartman, her. Hooks era. Nora Dunn is the perfect example of someone who I'm like, Nora Dunn was on SNL? Like, I recognize her from TV. Yeah. She's really funny, and she's a character lady, and I think that actually might have been her downfall, because, like Melissa Villasenor, I think sometimes the impression is too good. There's, Mm -hmm. like, a sketch that Melissa Villasenor is in that it took me multiple watches to realize it was her. Just because she's so good at it. Mm. I think that Nora is such a really good character, but you... Character actor, but you don't get that personal because of that you don't know who she is yeah. so then you don't get attached to her yeah you know what i mean tina anyway Faye, tina's winning tina fey taking down cecily or jane Curtin as well so that gives us tina fey versus bill Hader. we had the bill Hader conversation now we can do our tina fey talk look she is really has had a huge impact my opinion of her has changed over the years um, she used to be like my absolute idol hero. Mm-hmm. Now I think she uh, she is just a person, and this isn't really really her fault. She's a person who's had her time, and I think her time has passed. Mm. Um, I have Bill winning this, uh, but you know she wrote Mean Girls, and I hadn't seen that movie in a really long time. And then we watched it about a year ago, and I was laughing out loud. She is such a brilliant writer. Yeah. And she really changed the landscape, I would say, for women who write comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, her contribution can't be overstated. Yeah, I agree. I, eh, 
man, this is very interesting. Eddie Murphy versus Kate McKinnon and Bill Hader versus Tina Fey. Like, these are four power players, Mm -hmm. in my estimation. Mm -hmm. And I really think it just comes down to, you know, what you value. I mean, Eddie Murphy literally saved the show from going off the air. Wouldn't even be here if we... Yeah. If not for Eddie We would not have Tina Fey or Bill Hader. Right. Or uh, Kate McKinnon. I mean, maybe we would, but, you know, in different different capacities. capacities. Right. Man, that's so tough. Okay, so you have Bill Hader over Tina Fey and Kate McKinnon over Eddie Murphy. I do. Giving us, essentially, a mirror matchup between Kate McKinnon and Bill Hader. Two, Two great impressionists, two people capable of... Stealing a scene, having a, a scene revolve around them, having a sketch revolve around them, uh, folding into the background. They're both versatile. Who do you have winning Mr. Bill, Robinson's Neighborhood? Bill Hader. Wow. Now, that's who you think will win, or that's who you think the people will pick to win? That's who I think the people will pick to win. Wow. Who do you think will win? Or who who would you pick to win? Bill Hader. I think I would also pick Bill Hader. Yeah. His capital is only going up. And I guess so is Kate's. Mm-hmm. But I think because she's still on the show, mm-hmm. she is a little held back. Mm-hmm. But I think Bill Hader left the show and made Documentary Now, which is an extension of SNL. Yeah. And it's great. Mm-hmm. And then he made Barry. Mm-hmm. And I which know is that this is, this is SNL, you know. Yeah. But Bill was incredible on SNL. And he was so reliable. In the same way that Kate was reliable, I think this just comes down to who do people like more at the moment, and I think at the moment, people like Bill Hader more. Mm. But but people like both of them. Yeah. I think if it was up to me, I would put Bill Hader through as well to the final four. However, it isn't. I think the, <laughs> I think the people... I think we're going to see a Tina Fey versus Eddie Murphy matchup with Tina Fey upsetting Eddie Wow, Murphy. you think I'm just totally wrong here. And Tina going to the Final Four. Yeah. I think the people have Tina in the Final Four. Maybe I'm Jeez. over. Maybe I'm overvaluing her run, I guess. I just think her time has passed. But maybe that's just but, my opinion. Right, but that's not what the bracket is. That's... It, who cares what she's doing now? You know what I mean? The bracket, in my estimation, is not whose time has passed currently it's whose time at snl was better than who else's time at snl but was her time better than eddie murphy's i don't think so but i'm saying the people (laughs) people will think the people will think so this is a tough well you gotta think a lot of people who i would assume are voting Mm -hmm. on this people were watching those people who are voting on this mm-hmm. were watching when Tina Fey was on. Mm-hmm. Like, Tina Fey and Amy were the height of Weekend Update, arguably. Mm-hmm. And Seth and Amy and, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of generation. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, maybe the people were younger. Like, I wasn't watching when Eddie Murphy was on, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Who knows? I could be completely wrong. I've been wrong many a time before. Let's see. Let's see what happens. You have Tina Fey in the final four. I have Bill Hader in the final four. Out of the Mr. Robinson's neighborhood. All right. Let's move on. Okay. Bottom left. Hour two. (laughs) Just kidding. The Frisha Peppa restaurant region. (laughs) The matchups. The four-seeded Dana Carvey versus the 61-seed Chris Redd. 29-seed David Spade versus the 36-seed Chris Parnell. 20-seeded Rachel Dratch versus the 45-seeded Kevin Nealon. 13th seed Dan Aykroyd versus the 
seed Garrett Morris. The 12 seed Gilda Radner versus the 53 seed Horatio Sands. 21 seeded Seth Myers versus the 44 seeded Nassim Padrad. 28 seeded Vanessa Bayer versus the 37 seeded Tracy Morgan. And the number five seed Phil Hartman, Nia's boyfriend, versus the 60 seeded <laughs> Joe Piscopo. Mm-hmm. Tough draw out of the gate for our boy Chris Red. Really tr- tough draw for Chris Red. But man, Dana Carvey's number four for a reason. Absolutely one of the one of the greatest players to ever play the game. He's great. You he know, was made for SNL. Yeah. Here's the thing. If this Chris Red, I think, is another great example of like we do this bracket again in three years. He's not the sixty-one seed. You yeah, know, he's, he's in yes. the fifties, the forties. He's he's climbing up the ranks. Agreed. In my opinion. Agreed. That's if he stays on SNL. Yeah. Honestly, like he's yeah. got other stuff going on. Chris Red. He could leave. Chris Red has always been. <laughs> Chris Red was kind of leaving Chicago when we were arriving in Chicago. Yes. And there, you know, he's like a supernova of talent. And yeah. he, the thing you will hear about Chris Red always, which is factually true, he works his ass off. He does. He works so hard and he's always doing stuff. He hustles and, you know, he's funny. He's really funny. He's legitimately funny. We watch Keenan. He's great on Keenan. He's great on Keenan. He's great. But Dana Carvey is winning. Yeah, Dana Carvey. <laughs> okay, the 29 seed David Spade versus the 36 seed uh, Chris Parnell. Nia, whether it's right or wrong, some would say it's wrong, loves David Spade. David Spade absolutely is my guilty pleasure. I literally feel guilty, but I consume so much David Spade. Yeah. Um, that being said... I don't think he was great on SNL. Yeah. I think Chris Parnell was great on SNL, I'm, and I have him going through. I'm absolutely shocked that David Spade is ranked as high as he is. I am, too. And I think that David Spade um, did, like, Hollywood Minute and has... Uh, I think people really like Hollywood Minute. I, I In a lot of the rankings that I read, people were like, he kind of fell to the background until he did Hollywood Minute, and then and it's just David Spade being David Spade. And if you like David Spade, it's great. Well, but, David Spade, if we're gonna talk about your time has passed, David Spade's time has certainly passed. I just saw like, something where he recently donated a hundred thousand dollars to the Scottsdale Police Department for the police to buy more guns. So absolutely zero surprise. I need to divest from David Spade. It's yeah. so hard. <clears throat> um, but at least I can admit it. Parnell versus Dana Carvey. Unfortunately, I think they are the same thing, but Dana Carvey is like the superstar level of Chris Parnell, and his impressions are probably stronger. Listen, we love Chris Parnell. Huge fan of Chris Parnell. Chris Parnell, too, was great. I would I would liken Chris Parnell more to Daryl Hammond yeah. than I would to Dana Carvey because I think Dana Carvey's a spaz, yes. and I think Chris Parnell is very reserved. Yes. Chris Parnell landed exactly where he needed to after SNL. Yeah. Voice acting. He's, Archer. He's so good at it. Rick and Morty. And that's exactly where he needs to be. Like, little parts on his friends' shows, like he's Dr. Spachemin on 30 Rock. Mm-hmm. He is exactly where he should be. He's good at what he does, but Dana Carvey is a better SNL performer. We love Chris Parnell. We, we do. This is Dana Carvey's. <laughs> uh, okay. The 20-seated Rachel Drash versus the 45-seated Kevin Nealon. Did Kevin Nealon ever do anything other than update? Like, I'm sure he did, but, like... 
Hans and Franz. Oh my with god. With Dana Carvey. Yes, of course. Rachel Dratch is going to win this one, I think, pretty handily. Big time. Rachel Dratch is great. <laughs> we love Rachel Dratch. I have nothing else to say. Do you want to say anything? She's another great character actor type. Yeah, she's she's major characters. Debbie Downer. I mean, come on. That's her thing. That's like, and that's a really well-known yeah. character. Also, she's, she does the Boston people. Yes, she does the Boston people. She's the other half of the Welshley Arms couple. Yeah, she's a great character person. She's going through, sorry Kevin Nealon, just a fine guy. Okay, the 13 seed Dan Aykroyd versus the 52 seeded Garrett Morris. You know, Dan Aykroyd got way more opportunity to do way more things than Garrett Morris, so I wouldn't be surprised if this is, you know, Dan Aykroyd. Garrett Morris is a Juilliard-trained actor. Yeah. And he was the only non-comedian to, for whatever reason, be hired in the first season Well, he was the only person of color. I'm sure there were... Oh, so you're saying why him as opposed to an actual Any comedian? Any comedians, yeah. right. And I'm not saying that Garrett Morris didn't deserve it because one of yeah. my dad's favorite bits of S- from SNL of all time is the deaf communities. <laughs> uh, yeah. And Garrett Morris just screams, which yeah. is probably insensitive today. But, yes. Um, Garrett Morris, I think, actually absolutely did his best and put his best foot forward, I think. Yeah. It was the three boy, the three white boys show, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, and everybody else was just in their orbit. I would have loved to have seen him in a in, in a different a, cast. Yeah, in yeah. a different cast Get where they let him do what he did. Yeah, yeah. You know that can be said about a lot of people. Yeah. Honestly, happy that he made the list. I me too. I actually didn't think he would. Me too. I think you said the whole original cast made the list, did they not? The whole original cast is on the list, and I, much to my chagrin, I think I ranked Garrett Morris higher than John Belushi. Like, Mm. whatever. Controversial. Moving on. Dan Dan Aykroyd versus Rachel Dratch. Rachel Dratch is winning this, in my opinion. Great. I'm with you. I mean, this is another thing of, like, I grew up on Rachel Dratch, Mm -hmm. and I did not grow up on Dan Aykroyd. You know what I mean? I'll say I love the Blues Brothers. I have two albums. That ain't SNL. Well, they debuted on SNL. They sang on SNL. Yeah, but the movie. Dan Aykroyd's good at one thing, and it's talking fast. Yeah. And it's a really valuable skill. But Dan Aykroyd's always Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. Well, and that gives Rachel Dratch or Dan Aykroyd the Herculean task of trying to take down Dana Carvey. Do you think either of them can do it? I have Rachel Dratch beating Dana Carvey. Oh my god! <laughs> this is—you think the people will have Rachel Dratch beating Dana Carvey? Yes, I think, and maybe this is because my favorite SNL era is the late '80s, is the Dana Carvey, Phil Hartman, Jan Hooks, Nora Dunn. Those five or six years mm-hmm. is my favorite, and I just know that nobody my age thinks that's their favorite. So then, in my mind, I think. Well, no one even has seen those sketches. Mm-hmm. There's no way anybody likes Dana Carvey. Chopping broccoli. Chopping broccoli. So they're going to vote for Rachel Dratch. And I think she does. I mean, if she wins, I think she deserves it. Like, I think they both deserve to go through. Yeah. Um, I, listen, I'm not saying I don't want Rachel Dratch to win, or even that I don't think she can win. I would be elated if she did win. But, but Dana Carvey... As we all know, is the lead in Master of Disguise. The greatest movie uh, <laughs> ever made. <laughs> okay, the bottom half of the Fresh Pepper restaurant. 
Yes. The 12 seated Gilda Radner versus the 53 seated Horatio Sands. Tough draw for our boy Horatio right out of the gate. I know. Gilda will win this. I don't even really have anything to say about Horatio Sands. Okay, great. Sorry. Bye, Horatio. Sorry, Horatio. Oh, we love Horatio. I love his little Christmas song. He cri- Christmas today. Yeah. Horatio is a great example of someone in the 90s, early 2000s, who was like, that, that cast, I felt, had a lot of great, like, interchangeable kind of background players who, mm-hmm. like, anybody could do anything. Mm-hmm. And he was one of those people. Also a great laugh, great smile. Love when Horatio breaks. <laughs> Uh, okay, the 21-seated Seth Myers versus the 44-seated Nassim Pedrad. Tough draw for Nassim. Tough draw for Nassim. I personally am a huge Nassim Pedrad fan. I would say uh, Nassim was my ego before ego was my ego, if that makes any sense. Mm. Um, and I've I've loved her. You know, I've tried to follow her post-SNL career. Mm-hmm. Not tried a brand to, new show. Not Chad. tried to. I have. Mm-hmm. And... People of Earth. Well, I hate to say... Well, yeah, People of Earth. She was only on season two. She was really good. People of Earth was great. Um, Chad might be where the buck stops for me with Nassim Pedrad. Oh, know. no. I don't know if I'm going to watch Chad. It's so Nassim. It is very Because she used to play Aziz Ansari. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> SNL. Yeah. Which was very funny. I love Nassim. Um, I also love Nassim, and I think that... Uh, I was devastated when she left. I yeah. remember when she left, and I was... Absolutely devastated. I think Seth Meyers will win. I think he's a great writer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he was in a couple sketches, but he's really only an update, update guy. guy. But I think he is the nicest update. <laughs> uh, yeah. The man, the nicest person ever to, so, to hold, hold the reins. So here's the question then. What, and he's integral to Stefan. Okay, keep going. Yeah, what will people then value more? Seth Meyers, one of the top five Weekend Update people of all time, a great writer. Mm-hmm. Or... Gildan Radner, a powerhouse performer, and also, like, the original woman. I think I would put through, personally, Gilda Radner, but I have Seth Meyers winning. Mm. Mm. It's, Gilda is another one where it's just, like, I wish she wasn't in those, like, I wish she came along later, you know? Yeah, yes. If everybody who wasn't the three white boys in the original, yes. you know, the three white boys show. <laughs> yes. It's just, like... We want more opportunity for these people. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. The 28-seated Vanessa Bayer versus the 37-seated Tracy Morgan. This is a wild matchup. This is so wild. Love, love both of them, and I feel like they're both pretty specific. I, know. I have Tracy going through. I do, too. But, uh, man, we love Vanessa. We love Vanessa Bayer. A lot. Uh, we're In the future, we'll be talking about tim robinson's sketch show i think you should leave and vanessa bayer has a great sketch in that that we will talk about more if you haven't seen i think you should leave it's on netflix six episodes it's gonna take you like an hour total to watch maybe an hour and a half she called me a dum-dum that's a line <laughs> that vanessa bayer says uh, uh she's great and a great utility player yes and she used to do that miley show mm-hmm. and uh then she did her jennifer aniston on friends impression i don't know she's just oh, her and fred armison her and fred armison the the friends of dictators yeah the childhood friends of dictators those are always funny come on she's great uh okay the number five seated phil hartman versus the number 60 seated joe piscopo joe was at a time where i wasn't alive so yeah. joe was on when eddie murphy was on and i think people were like everybody sucks but eddie murphy and joe piscopo's okay mm-hmm. and what joe piscopo was known for weirdly enough was his frank sinatra impression which mm. is something that phil hartman is also known for it's not phil's only 
role that he's known for. Obviously. But they both are two Frank Sinatras on this list. Well, do you think Vanessa Bayer or Tracy Morgan has the capital to take down Phil Hartman? Yes, I have Tracy Whoa! Morgan going through. Whoa! Whoa! I think that people don't know who Phil Hartman is. And that's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking because I think literally his time on Earth and in entertainment was cut short. If yeah. you don't know, Phil Hartman was murdered in 1998. Yes. And uh, really when he was just just revving up, mm-hmm. I also love news radio. DM me if you'd like to talk about news radio. Mm-hmm. He was also on The Simpsons, and um, he played Troy McClure and Lionel Hutz. And if you watch Futurama, uh, Matt Groening wrote the character of Zap Brannigan for him, and then he died. And so Billy West voices him instead. But he does a really great Phil Hartman impression. So you've got Tracy Morgan versus Seth Meyers. I do, and I have Seth Meyers winning. So you have the two Boston, Seth Meyers versus Rachel Dratch. Yeah, Boston Powers and Debbie Downer. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that's wild. Your bracket's all over the place. I I love it. And then I have Seth Meyers going through. Seth Myers over Rachel Dredge. Wow. Yeah. Well, I think I've got Dana Carvey still plowing through this whole bracket. Do you think Phil Hartman will beat Tracy Morgan? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. He won't. I don't think he. And that's beat, okay. I don't think he'd beat Tracy Morgan or Vanessa Bayer. And that's fine. Maybe we're not giving everyone enough credit. You know what I mean? Maybe. Do you guys know who Phil Hartman is? <laughs> We have him ranked fifth. Because <laughs> he's the best. Okay, so uh, so far we have, I have Dana Carvey and you have Seth Meyers in the, what region is this? The Fresh Pepper Restaurant. And then in the Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood, I had Tina Fey and you had Bill Hader. Bill Hader. So I have Bill Hader against Seth Meyers, Mr. and Mrs. Stefan. Seth Myers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I have I have Tina Fey versus Dana Carvey. <sighs> wow, I can't I, I don't know how this happened, but I have Dana Carvey in the finals. I have Bill Hader in the finals. Yeah. Yeah. Dana Carvey's beating Tina Fey for you. I don't I'm out of control. That's so uh, we're, funny. We're both all over the map. Ooh, she's off the map. That's also from the Tim Robinson show. Okay, let's move to the right. Let's move to the right in the Welshley Arms Hotel. Or is it the Welshley Arms Inn? The Welshley Arms Hotel. In the Welshley Arms Hotel, we have... The Welshley Arms Hotel, if you don't know, is that sketch with Rachel Dratch and Will Ferrell in a hot tub. In a hot tub. Yeah. Okay, While the waters may appear calm above, below there is a flurry of activity. <laughs> The number All two right. seed, Will Ferrell versus the 63-seeded Leslie Jones. The 31-seeded Daryl Hammond versus the 34-seeded Chris Rock. The 18-seeded John Belushi versus the 47-seeded Jay Farrow. The 15-seeded Maya Rudolph versus the 50-seed Sherry O'Terry. The 10th-seed Kristen Wiig versus the 55-seed Kyle Mooney. The 23-seed Jason Sudeikis versus the 42-seed Taron Killam. The 26-seed Chevy Chase versus the 39-seed Aidy Bryant. And the seven-seeded Bill Murray versus the 58-seeded Tim Kazarinski. <laughs> okay. Will Ferrell versus Leslie Jones. Some, uh, I feel Leslie Jones is someone who I feel like people are going to be like, Leslie Jones is in the top 64. What are, what are we doing? She could never do a sketch. Hee-boo-bee-boo. Come on. I 
you know what? I Leslie Jones was on the show for I think six or seven seasons, mm-hmm. and that was not the show for her. She's better than SNL. Yeah. Well, all the best stuff she did was her as herself on Weekend Update, yes. or like the she's in love with when Colin she was Just. in love with Kyle, or when she yes. was in love with Colin. And of course, the Weezer sketch. <laughs> and the Weezer sketch. <laughs> but Leslie Jones was underutilized. Yeah. Um, and I don't even think she was underutilized. I just think she wasn't properly. She well, that's not true. She was properly utilized, but it was when she she shouldn't have been in sketches. Yeah, she's a stand-up. Yeah. And that's okay. We've well, had stand-ups on the show. Will Ferrell's the two seed for a reason. Uh, yeah, Will Ferrell is winning for sure. Daryl Hammond, 31 seed, versus Chris Rock, the 34 seed. Like, I hope Daryl Hammond will win. Uh, I don't associate Chris Rock with SNL at all. That's why. I, I have Daryl Hammond winning because he's Mr. SNL. He's the new announcer for SNL, in yeah. fact. Um, Chris Rock is, again... Better than SNL. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> He's yes. just... Way bigger than SNL. Like, yeah. I mean, it, and it goes back to the Adam Sandler, Rob Schneider, and even David Spade conversation. They were all there at the same time. Mm-hmm. Were they doing anything groundbreaking? No, they all... And they all moved on to bigger and better things. Yeah. Like, even though they were great, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, they got their start on the show. Mm-hmm. But I can't even think of a single thing that Chris Rock did on I SNL. Can't, yeah, I can't either. Uh, the 18 seed John Belushi versus the 47 seed Jay Farrow. John Belushi seed at 18, I think people might think in general that that's too high of a seed for him. He should be lower, like one and, or two. Oh, you think he should be seeded one or two? Is that what you're saying? I think people in general would say John Belushi is a top 10. How is he not in the top 10? And I'll tell you how, because we both ranked him low. I yeah I didn't watch SNL back then. Number one and number two, I feel like as a person today, like comedy is the hardest because drama ages the same. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Comedy does not age as well as mm-hmm. as as drama or sci-fi even or like action or adventure or mystery or all. Comedy just ages differently. I think I've literally ranked him, like, 40th. <laughs> uh, and, and that's not even, like, I like John Belushi. I just, yeah. everybody else who I ranked above him, I thought was better. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's another thing, too, of, like, we didn't grow up with John Belushi. Right. Anyways, we love Jay Farrow. I know. I have John Belushi winning. I do, too. I would like Jay Farrow to win. Yeah. One of the greatest, if not the greatest, impressionists they've ever had on the show. Yeah. Jay Farrow was... Also hilarious. <laughs> Jay Farrow was, like... Uh, he he reminds me of modern day Melissa Villasenor, but like better as himself. Also, you know what I mean? Yes. Like he. Jay Farrow is Darius Bogard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We we love Jay. Um, uh, okay, the 15 seed Maya Rudolph versus the 50 seeded Sherry O'Terry. A tough draw for Sherry. Tough draw for Sherry. She's like a fan favorite, and I feel like if you ever watched any of the Best of Will Ferrell DVDs growing up, Uh then it was also practically like the Best of Sherry Mm -hmm. O'Terry. She's in every sketch with him. Maya is obviously winning, and she deserves to. It means abundance. It means affection. 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 (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Okay, two very interesting matchups then. Will Ferrell versus Daryl Hammond. I think obviously Will Ferrell will win. I agree. But, you know, let it be known we love Daryl Hammond. And then... 
Belushi versus Maya Rudolph. Give me Maya Rudolph. I hope Maya Rudolph Give wins. me Maya Rudolph. And I think she will. I have her going through. And then that gives us... Will Ferrell versus Maya Rudolph. And that is a tasty matchup. I have Will Ferrell winning. Yeah. But, like, only because he's ranked higher. Mm-hmm. I think either of them could win. Mm-hmm. There's there this matchup and then another matchup that I just tru- I truly don't know. They are both tour de forces, and the only difference is, like, Will Ferrell started leading movies after his SNL career, and Maya Rudolph didn't, outside of Bridesmaids, really. Maya Rudolph started leading TV shows. Yeah. They're both great. I just, you know. I can't believe she's not in more movies. She's, her partner is Paul Thomas Anderson. Yeah. Listen, here's the thing. I love Maya Rudolph. I am an absolute ride or die Will Ferrell. And so I gotta go with Will Ferrell here. I think that people will probably overall go with Will Ferrell, but like. They could go with Maya Rudolph. I don't know. I I literally would not be surprised if Maya Rudolph won this matchup. They both deserve it. Based on the history of how our brackets have gone in the past. They won't even make it to this point. Anything could happen. <laughs> Both of them will be out by this point. Okay, the bottom half of the Welshley Arms Hotel. Ugh. The 10 seed Kristen Wiig versus the 55 seed Kyle Mooney. 23 seed Jason Sudeikis versus 42 seed Taryn Killam. 26 seed Chevy Chase versus 39 80 Bryant. 7 seed Bill Murray. 58 seed Tim Kazarinski. Do you have anything to say about Tim Kazarinski? I don't even know who he is. Bill Murray's, Great. Bill Murray's going through. Chevy Chase, you can um, F off. Bye. We don't really want to talk about Chevy Chase. He is a known a-hole, right? Yes, he is a known a-hole. And now that I'm looking at it, oh, I think he was only on the show for one year. But I think he started the second season. Hmm. Yeah, based on the ranking metrics, I guess the question really is, how did Chevy Chase make this list? I can't remember, and I'm sorry. You can call me out. That's wrong. Anyway, AD Bryant's winning. It doesn't even matter. Uh, well, that's fine. That gives us a, a much better, more interesting matchup, Bill Murray versus AD Bryant. I think Bill Murray will win, mm-hmm. but AD has had just a a great career Yeah, on we SNL. love AD. AD's in this group of, like, her, Cecily, Kate and McKinnon, Kate. Vanessa Bayer. Yeah. Just, like... A really strong group of women. All those women are in the brunch sketch. Yes. With Chris Hemsworth. One of the greatest sketches of all time. I would love to see 80 win here just because I didn't grow up in the Bill Murray era. I do too. I would love to see her win as well. But I do agree. I think Bill Murray is moving on here. Uh, Okay. Horrible, brutal draw for Kyle Mooney. Very tough for Kyle Mooney. Kristen Wiig Kristen will win. will win. Kyle Mooney is arguably one of the top five most like formative comedians for me as a person the good neighbor stuff and kyle's individual stuff was like stuff that really resonated with me coming up and really helped shape what i think is funny and what i want to do as a comedian bangels bangels no read the stats yo dude have you met candy dude okay i just i don't want to sit here and just quote kyle videos um, so it's a shame that he's losing here to Kristen Wiig, unquestionably. Now, the other matchup, the 23 seed of Jason Sudeikis versus the 42 seed Taron Killam, these two are absolute Nia and Trent darlings. <laughs> They're also the same player. Yeah. Um, but yeah, <clears throat> wow, I love both of these boys a lot. 
Here's the thing. Jason Sudeikis should have always played Joe Biden. He never should have stopped. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> keep going. I'm not even going to pick a winner between Sudeikis and Killam because I don't think either one will beat Kristen Wiig. And this way, I don't have to kill my darlings. Uh, I picked Jason Sudeikis, but I did pick Kristen uh, beating Jason Sudeikis. So that's an interesting matchup then. <laughs> Kristen Wiig versus Bill Murray for the right to face Will Ferrell. I think Kristen Wiig is winning. I hope so. I would hope so. <laughs> and then it's Will Ferrell versus Kristen Wiig. Or Maya Rudolph versus Kristen Wiig. Right. Oh. Bride against bridesmaid. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I currently have Will Ferrell beating Kristen Wiig. Yeah, I got Will Ferrell. Uh, uh, but if it's yeah. Kristen versus Maya, I think Kristen will win. Yeah. 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 I mean, Yes. I think, like, her SNL career was more memorable than Maya's SNL career. I agree. I agree. So you have Will Ferrell in the final four? I do. Me as well. Okay. One final region. We head to Wayne Campbell's basement. The matchups. Three-seeded Mike Myers versus the 62-seeded Julia Louis-Dreyfus. The 30-seeded Anna Gasteyer versus the 35-seeded Jan Hooks. The 19th-seeded Fred Armisen versus the 46th-seeded Chris Kattan. The 14th-seeded Amy Puller versus the 51th-seeded Lorraine Newman. The 11th-seeded Andy Samberg versus the 54th-seeded Norm MacDonald. Oh, my God. Was this the matchup you were talking about? The 22-seeded Keenan Thompson versus the 43-seeded Bobby Moynihan. The 27th-seeded John Lovitz versus the 38th-seeded Tim Meadows. And the 6th-seed Chris Farley versus the 59th-seed Beck Bennett. Okay, do you associate SNL with JLD? Because I certainly don't. No, and that's why Mike Myers will and should yeah. win. Yeah. JLD is a TV star yes. beyond SNL. Yes. She was on during the Ebersol years, which is when Eddie Murphy was on. Mm -hmm. uh, and her husband, Brad Hall, was the mm. Weekend Update anchor at the time. A, a lot she of, was on with Charles Rocket. A couple of these, <laughs> a couple of these matchups do feel like kind of like evolved versions of the person for example mm. jan hooks versus anna gasteyer yeah anna gasteyer just seems like a more versatile jan hooks anna gasteyer is the poor man's katherine hahn anna gasteyer oh totally anna gasteyer also in people of earth she's so funny she's very funny i love anna gasteyer i originally had jan hooks going through i'm looking at my page i th i said jan hooks would win but i think that anna gasteyer will win yeah i don't think either of them are beating mike myers no. He's going through. <laughs> Fred Armisen versus Chris Kattan. This one made me laugh internally because they kind of look the same. Uh, I disagree. But um, Chris Kattan's a literal nut. Mm -hmm. He's like a psycho. Mm -hmm. And I think he... If we could bottle up Chris Kattan on SNL, mm -hmm. he'd be great. Mm -hmm. But that's not how the world works. We got Chris Kattan after SNL too, and uh, Fred Armisen is better. Yeah. <laughs> Amy Poehler versus Lorraine Newman. Amy's winning. Yeah. Sorry, Lorraine. Amy Poehler versus Fred Armisen. I have Amy winning. Yeah, I think pretty easily. Um, Mike Myers versus Amy. I have Mike Myers winning. Oh no, I'm sorry. I have Amy winning. Whoa! I have Amy winning. There it is. Because Mike Myers also, he was great on SNL. Mm -hmm. We wouldn't get, have Wayne's World without SNL. Mm -hmm. But then he did Austin Powers, and then he did Shrek. Shrek. <laughs> so, like, 
he, um, I think when people first think of Mike Myers, they don't think of his career on SNL. Listen, if you were in Shrek, you were going to be a top three seed in this bracket. Eddie Murphy <laughs> and Mike Myers. That's just how it was going to be. Um, listen, I, I think if I picked Tina Fey to beat a Shrekman, then I've got to pick Amy Poehler to beat a Shrekman as well. Yeah. I think Amy's going to the going to the Elite Eight. Okay, horrible draw for another member of Good Neighbors, Beck Bennett, <sighs> going up against Chris Farley. We, uh, we love Beck. Beck, you know, Good Neighbor. Beck was in a lot of those videos that I love, too. Mm-hmm. And uh, Chris Farley is an icon. Chris Farley is another person who I wanted to uh, be. I wanted to be Chris Farley. I would say of the current cast, Beck Bennett is probably the best straight man on the show that they have the modern day phil hartman yeah i would say that he is maybe mikey day but definitely beck is the best and you need that guy yeah john lovitz versus tim meadows 27 seeded john lovitz for 38 seed tim meadows i put tim meadows through what did john lovitz even really do on snl acting that's a joke because that was his character, was the acting man, but also it is an answer to your question. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think either of them will beat Chris Farley. I agree. Um, okay. Uh, this matchup's going to tear the house apart. Keenan Thompson versus Bobby Moynihan, two of our absolute favorites. This is a real... I love both of these men. This is a real Sudeikis kill em. Every list I look at hates Bobby Moynihan, and he was my favorite player riblet growing up riblet and riblet was at the end of his career yeah. guy like, fieri guy fieri drunk uncle oh drunk uncle i mean it's iconic he also played snooky yes <laughs> um and those were those are only his weekend update characters yeah him and sketches he has a very funny face mm-hmm. um like his eye he can make his eyes really big mm-hmm. uh now, are you talking about Bobby Moynihan or are you talking about Keenan? Bobby Moynihan. But they do have they, the same they eye both thing. Do the same thing. They are both in the Steve Buscemi Coach Bird sketch. Uh-huh. Um, Keenan has just, like a fine wine, has just gotten better with age. Yes. And, you know, any season in the last, he's been on it since, I think, 2003 or 2004. So any season between then and now... If any of them were lacking, Keenan made the show better. Yeah. I have Keenan going through, and I think he deserves it, but well, I love Bobby Moynihan. Andy Samberg versus Norm MacDonald. Norm is another um, Dennis Miller type, not necessarily in like his style of comedy or whatever, but like in that he sat behind the Weekend Update and did one thing very uh, specifically. Yeah. Droned on and on. Listen... I think he's funny. Do you think Keenan or Bobby would beat Andy Samberg? No. I don't either, because Andy Samberg changed... Changed SNL. SNL. Changed comedy, arguably, with his digital shorts. Mm-hmm. Him in the Lonely Island, mm-hmm. you know, Norm, uh, Yorma and Akiva writing with Andy. I just, you know, it's a shame. He did other stuff well, too, but, like, he literally changed yeah. the game. Yeah. So that gives us Andy Samberg versus Chris Farley. I have Chris Farley going through, but I think Andy Samberg should win. I can see an argument for either. 
Because when we're just talking about uh, nearly 100% of Chris Farley's career, when you're like, you know, what do you know about Chris, or like what stands out to you from Chris Farley? Yeah, he was on SNL. Is SNL. Mm-hmm. I, could, I, could, I could absolutely see a case for either. I, I wouldn't pick either to beat Will Ferrell, I think is what I'm saying. Well, conversely, they both I might... have to go against Amy Poehler first. Oh my God, you're right. Here's the thing. And I have Amy winning. Wow. <laughs> I have whoever wins the Sandberg-Farley matchup over Amy Poehler. And I think it's possible that whoever wins the Sandberg-Farley uh, Farley matchup beats Will Ferrell. And I... then I'll go a step further. Whoever wins the Sandler or the Sandberg Farley matchup beats Dana Carvey. I think the winner of that matchup is who I think should win the bracket. I think I'm just I'm literally talking myself into it's it. It's Andy right Sandberg or Chris Farley for you. Yeah, I think I think that's what I think. Okay. So I have Amy Poehler versus Chris Farley and Amy's going to beat Chris mm-hmm. and then Will is going to beat Amy and then Bill Hader's going to beat Will. Oh! <laughs> Bill Hader's going to win this bracket. Oh my gosh. Wow. So it's Bill Hader or Andy Samberg. The Laser Cat Twins, yeah. one of them from our predictions, will win the bracket. I don't. I mean, this one is going to be... All over the map. I'm I'm very excited to see how this all shakes out. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. That's it. That's it. Uh, it's got to be our longest episode. You've hung in with us for an hour and nine minutes. Here's the thing. Last Monday was the shortest episode we'd ever done for a bracket reveal. Mm -hmm. So it's only natural that we immediately come back with the longest episode we've ever done. (laughs) Here's how the voting's going to shake down. And things are going to be a little different this week for the old tourney pod. Mm -hmm. Monday, today, the 17th, and Tuesday, the 18th, we will have open for the opening round voting. The second round voting when the field gets cut to 32, will be Wednesday, the 19th. Thursday, the 20th, will be the uh, quarterfinals. Friday, the 21st, will be the semifinals. Hmm, I think I missed something. 64, 32. Hey, it's me. Nia from the Tournament Podcast, here with an audio interruption. In the next part of the audio, you will hear a plane landing. So in case you're walking outside or driving in your car or just sitting in your home and wondering, am I on an active runway right now? You're not. As we've shared with you, we've recently moved to Burbank, California, home of many a movie studio, a very busy Krispy Kreme, and of course, the Bob Hope Airport. We hope that plane landed safely and everyone has been successful in the meetings they flew out for now back to our regularly scheduled programming oh no yes i did miss something thursday thursday the 20th will be the round of 16 then friday the 21st will be the quarterfinals saturday the 22nd will be the semifinals and sunday the 23rd will be voting on the finals which means we will not have a new episode on friday the bracket results episode will come a full week from now, next Monday, Monday the 24th. Mm-hmm. So a lot of votes that need to be counted, a lot of votes need to be tallied. So everything will be one day voting again, except for the opening round will be today, Monday, and tomorrow, Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Or depending on when you're hearing this, maybe it is today, Tuesday, and yesterday, Monday. <laughs> Who knows? Um, 
If you are looking to vote, you can vote in all the places where you normally can. In the show notes, we have a link to our vote center. You go to the vote center, you click on the vote, uh, the vote here button, and that'll take you to that day's poll. Um, or you can go visit our website, which is thetridentnetwork.com slash the-tourney-pod. And you scroll down, there's a vote here button. That button will take you to the vote center. You click the vote here button on the vote center, and that'll take you to the day's poll. You know, if you bookmark the vote center... If you bookmark the vote yeah. center, you'll always have the poll. Yeah, you'll always have the poll. Because uh, we've been told by some friends, you know, keeping up voting every day, it's tough. And you're right. It is. It's a big commitment. Um, but if you're voting every other day or whatever, that's cool too. Just do what you can. If you bookmark it, maybe it'll make it that much easier. Um, we'll also have links to the vote center in the bio of all of our social media where we are at the tourney pod um, on everything. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. You that's can email it. us at the tournament podcast at gmail.com mm-hmm. if you want to say what's up. I think that's it. I, I got nothing else. I'm running on fumes. SNL season finale for this season is on saturday which is why we're doing this now yes um saturday the 22nd of may yeah let us know uh i'm sure this will be the most opinionated like you got this wrong in terms of seating please be kind but you know go ahead and let be kind in your critique yeah can't wait to be in the comments of our instagram telling people that we actually didn't personally rank these as (laughs) such we never personally rank even this one was we only personally ranked for scientific matters, and mm-hmm. our some of the people who I ranked high probably didn't even make it on. Yeah, so clearly I would have had Andy Samberg in my own personal top ten. So you know, it just is what it is, and uh, we really appreciate everybody listening. Mm-hmm. That's it. Ready to say our catchphrase? I am ready, Mia. And May- remember. <laughs> Let's try it. Take two. And remember, may the thing with the most votes win. Thanks for listening to the Tournament Podcast. Please like, subscribe, and follow the podcast wherever you listen. A five-star rating or a positive review is helpful and appreciated, too. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at the Tourney Pod. You can email us at thetournamentpodcast at gmail.com, or you can visit our webpage at thetridentnetwork.com slash the-tourney-pod. The Tournament Podcast is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about the Trident Network's videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com. You can also support the podcast by donating to the Trident Network's Patreon at patreon.com slash the Trident Network. The Tournament Podcast is edited by Nia D'Amelio. The theme music was also composed by Nia D'Amelio. Tune in next Monday to find out who won the best SNL cast member tournament.